Lost Me at Namaste, where we discuss all things well-being, wellness, and spirituality at a 101 level. So if you've ever wondered what the law of attraction is all about, or what chakras really are, or how to manifest more happiness into your life, then this podcast is for you. The universe led you here for a reason, so thank you for joining me. I'm Michelle Schoenfeld, a master energy healer and a reformed Keturah-aholic, coming to you from the Life Co. Wellbeing and Detox Center in Bodrum, Turkey. I am thrilled to be uh, recording actually remotely for about two months, and since I am recording remotely, there might be some background noises. Don't worry about it at all. Stay tuned, and we have a really great show for you. So... As you know, from those of you who listen regularly, I always cover something a little bit different. We've covered chakras, meditation, we just um, had Gabe on talking about yin yoga, and I am thrilled today to introduce you to somebody very different than I've ever had on this podcast before. He is also an energy healer, he's an intuitive healer, um, His actually his skills go much deeper than I could ever say Um, in a simple introduction. So he travels the world healing people and he, our paths crossed now in Turkbaku, Bodrum, Turkey. And I just had to have him on talking about his style of healing, what led him to it. He was a born intuitive healer. And also he's going to give us a treat of an actual sound bath healing. So before I give away all the tricks that are going to happen today, let me introduce you to Mark Galvan. Welcome to Lost Me at Namaste. Thank you so much for having me. It's so beautiful to meet you and beautiful to share my passion and my love for healing with all the people that listen to your podcast. Well, thank you. So those of you who are listening, you can't see. He's a beautiful man. Very, um, you can tell that he does yoga. Probably like I'm thinking Cirque du Soleil. That's how amazing his body is. And he's sitting um, crisscross in front of me, wearing kind of a yellowish green linen flowy pants. And it looks kind of like a tribal beaded vest. This this beaded vest I got, uh, it protects me. I got it in Bali last year uh, from this woman that was on the floor making these gorgeous like necklaces. Uh, And I tried it on and it, it literally has been something that I wear in ceremony um, ever since to protect me. It's very, very beautiful. I love it very much. It's beautiful. And he's holding a very large selenite. Uh, it's a crystallized dolomite to his throat um, to kind of help clear and help neutralize. And why don't you tell us a little bit more and then also what you're holding in your hand. In my left hand, I am holding pyrite, and this is a crystal or stone that I share with my mother. It broke, it broke in um, in a piece. So there's two of them, and my mother and I share this um, stone together, sending each other energy while we're away from each other. Which brings me to my introduction to healing. I the first person I started to do healing work on was my mother, when I was nine years old. And she had really horrible migraines and Western medicine really couldn't help her. So she would take a lot of medications, but it didn't suffice and it didn't do anything but actually make the migraines worse. When the mother is sick, the house completely stops, right? It's so so true. They say if mom's not happy, nobody's happy. So if mom feels sick, unfortunately, it's hard. It's really hard. So I, um, 
I naturally went into my mother's room and I put my hand onto her shoulder. And all of a sudden waves of energy and waves of emotions and memories of the stress of being a woman, the stress of being a mother and, and her life source in a way. So I, I automatically started to do body work on her, bringing the circulation into the body. And within an hour of doing this, of me soothing, talking her down, bringing the circulation back into the muscles and using my voice, telling her it was going to be okay. She opened her eyes and looked at me and she said, oh. Oh. <laughs> I, feel, I feel better. She looked at me with curious eyes. How did you do that? And I told her, I will go make you some soup. And I made her Mexican soup now, just this kind of same soup that she makes me when I was sick. And I was fascinated to see how she ate the soup and the color came back into her skin and the life came back into her body. This made me um, create a passion and ignited my path of being a healer. And so ever since then, it's been my life's work to uh, be of service, connecting myself to um, uh, being a, a healer and mending people's pain. I, I love that. Um, that's very beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Um, that's a very kind of intimate story mm -hmm. and how you got started. And I'm sure it wasn't easy for a nine-year-old um, Mexican boy, right? Mexican and Irish. Mexican and Irish. Nine-year-old boy, it doesn't matter where you're from, a nine-year-old boy. That's kind of a, a hard thing maybe to realize or to talk about or to understand. Did it immediately seem clear to you or was there a transition period of not really sure what this was. It's not something people talk about normally, especially when you're nine years old. I, there's things that uh, you don't have words for in this life. And I've always been very connected to the spirit world. So it actually wasn't, it wasn't hard for me. It was the most natural thing Wonderful. possible for me. I love that. You're very fortunate to have had the support of your family. I, and that necessarily wasn't the case of that. I didn't necessarily have the support of my family, uh -huh. but I had the support of spirits. And I had the support of my ancestors and the support of just intuition. Yeah. That's, uh, that came very, very naturally for me. That's beautiful. And that's actually even deeper, right? Because we've talked about this podcast before that it's all about connection to self and to source. And that's where you can really find the most beautiful self-love and balance to live a happy life. But you have to find those connections. And sometimes it's difficult. And I think it's beautiful that as a nine-year-old boy that you're able to have that feeling because I'm sure that did get you through some difficult times in your life. Um, I've talked also about as healers, uh, very often as healers, especially when you have as much um, intuitive gifts, I guess, that you have, or you're awake to it. A lot of times people turn to drugs or to alcohol or they have poor behavior because they don't understand it because they're not open to that true connection. Um, a lot of times healers go through something traumatic that helps wake them up. And I think that this is so beautiful that you are awake to this at nine years old. I really find that fascinating. And one of the stories you told me that actually um, made me want to have you on my podcast, and we don't need to tell the long story, but I was born in a tiny little town in South Dakota. I don't tell anybody that. My grandfather was a bird bander. My mom got pregnant very young. And you would ask me, oh, have you ever been to North Dakota? I was like, no. And you're like, oh, well, I have. If you don't mind, would you share just briefly the healing you were doing there? Um, I've been a teacher facilitating dance companies for 10 years. And uh, 
always bringing worldly issues and global issues into my classroom. Uh, about three years ago, there was a pipeline being built under the Missouri River in North Dakota through indigenous burial grounds. I, so basically tribal holy land. Like this is very sacred land to this for the tribe. Suix tribe, yes. Mm -hmm. and, Suix um, tribe. And I, uh, I thought that it was exactly where I needed to be to show my support as an activist, as a healer, and as a, a person of this planet with the only certain amount of fresh water sources left on our planet. This is something that gives us life. We are mostly water and without water, we don't have a chance to be able to sustain. So I was able to go there and work as a water protector and, a, and a, as a healer, protecting the water and um, assisting the healers there, the, the people that were in protest peacefully while Dapple was attacking them with concussion, concussion grenades and tear gas and water canning them in freezing degree weather. It was a very crazy time in my life, um, a very crazy time on the planet. And, and so... So these people, this was their land. And as we know in North America, or I should say the United States, we're not super proud of a lot of the things that happened to the, the people who live there. Like, you know, as Americans... Yeah, I mean, our... our you know, country was based off of the rape of indigenous people. Right. And, so, and so this is, uh, so here's land that they've actually been given finally. That wasn't, and then now it's, you know, it's sacred to them and we're coming in and putting a pipeline. They're trying to peacefully protest this little bit that they have left. That's still them. And then they're having like grenade or like cannons, water cannons and all this physical harm coming to them as they're peacefully protesting and you went there and helped them heal. And I just thought that was really beautiful that I'm meeting a healer who's doing such important work in this area of my native country where I was born and I'm meeting you in Turkey. And I love that. I thought that was beautiful. So as much as we could talk all day about his wonderful stories and his world travelers, or world travels, I really would like to share with our audience what you do with the sound bath healing. His voice, I was at a meeting when I first got here in a separate room that shared a wall with the room that he was doing a treatment. And I just felt this resonating voice fill up my chest coming through the walls. And I'm like, what is that? And it felt so good that I like wanted to float up out of my body and into that room to see what he was doing. Um, it, it just felt amazing. So if you don't mind, just tell us a little bit about that. And then you had said, you're going to offer us a sound healing. Is that correct? Yes. And I, Yay, clapping. It's <laughs> something that I that I have naturally come into doing healing work. Uh, it always depends on the person, and I have always used my voice uh, to be able to cleanse someone's central nervous system, ease them, and bring them back to life, erasing past pain. So I think the best way to to share it with you is to share it with you in the sense of a, a ceremonial form that I will be offering. A small prayer and uh, intuitively giving the space to um, cleanse the space and offering it to anyone that is watching. All right, so if you're driving, go ahead and listen. Save this, listen when you get home. <laughs> I am honored that you are doing this. We'll talk about it afterwards. Thank you so much. Um, for those of you, you know, who've listened to the chakra stories and the chanting and the Kundalini shows that I've done. We know that vibration helps break up energy. Vibration can heal. We've talked about energy meridians. So um, I hope you really enjoy this beautiful sound healing.
Let's go ahead and start by um, closing your eyes wherever you are, allowing your life to slow down, taking everything inward, feeling as though your physical body dissolves into the space around you. You are the space around you. I call upon my ancestors to be here with me. I call upon my spirit guides, connecting me fully. I ask you to allow yourself to receive. I call upon Ganesh, remover of all obstacles. May this healing bring you peace. Um gam ganapate nama. Um gam ganapate. Um gam ganapate nama. Mm-hmm. 
Allowing yourself to be gentle, holding on to the love you just received, washing yourself from past pain, connecting yourself to your vessel, to your path, removing all obstacles, Ungam Ganapate Nama, Ungam Ganapate, Ungam Ganapate Nama. Dankeschön, grazie mille, Sheshe, Arigato Azaimes, Tashekur, thank you. Thank you, thank you. All right, wow. That was really beautiful. Thank you so much, Mark, for doing that for us. It's my pleasure, and really, it was How really special. I ask you. Yeah. Feel? So first of all, I love the sound of your voice and I loved feeling the vibration in my chest. But pretty quickly, I was kind of able to ascend myself. It's something I love to do. And I was able to ascend really quickly and I was able to kind of see you and feel you. And that was really kind of fun. Um, and I feel a little brighter in my eyes. I feel a little bit lighter, mm -hmm. which is kind of interesting. Um I just loved it. That was really beautiful. Do you have any visions? Do I have any visions? I did actually. Yeah, I, I did. Asked. 
So the first thing I did when you were talking about calling on spirit guides and ancestors, I have two spirit guides, uh, male and female, and I immediately tapped in to see if they were, you know, and they were totally down for being there. Um, one is always with me. Um, and the, the male one, the female sometimes goes and comes and they were both there. No problem. And then I was trying to tap in to see if I could see you, which I did. And then, um, I was the, the, for me, the vision was like, I feel like we have known each other before, but it was a really, really long time ago. And I feel like something, um, had happened where it was important that we met here. And I don't know if it was me forgiving you or you forgiving me or just this reconnection. Um, but I felt like not a jockey for power by any means. And there was no judgment. I was like, Oh, am I kind of a strong or is he, and I couldn't really get a good feeling. And I was like, Oh, I need to either forgive you or be forgiven. Like, but there was, there was a reason we saw each other again. There's a reason we're meeting. And it made sense because when I first saw you physically at the business meeting, we we're having a business meeting when I first met you, I wasn't so sure about you. A lot of people build themselves as healers. A lot of people have the look and they have the right lingo. And again, no judgment at all, but I'm human. And sometimes you kind of can't help, but like, huh, what's up with this guy? I don't really know what this is. Right. And so I was surprised when you were um, chanting how quickly I was able to go up and kind of get an answer. And that felt really good. And then I wanted to know what the connection was. It's way back for me, at least that's what I was getting. And then because we are in Turkey, the call to prayer started playing. At the exact same time. Isn't that so synchronized and beautiful? And then I opened my eyes and it was one eleven. Yes, I me mean, too. I timing. I mean lately one one one. Everything I do is in ceremony form and everything that I give is in sacred energy. So that timing is synchronized always somehow without even trying. Yeah. Even with this art the organically happening to come here and organizing the podcast and everything. I'm glad the timing was just there with us. The spirit was there with us. And it was interesting. So I was beautiful. distracted a little bit by it. And then I was, of course, being somewhat business oriented, was wondering if it was going to be distracting to people listening, which we won't know till we listen. But then I was like, this is beautiful. It's, it was stunning. The call to prayer is so beautiful for those of you who don't hear it. Mm -hmm. A later podcast, I'll synchronize with a full call to prayer. But to hear you chanting and to hear these resonating, filling up your soul under your armpit sounds, like just beautiful, filling mm -hmm. up my whole body. It's trying to hold you. Then the call to prayer coming in. Mm -hmm. I was like, wow. Um, so anyway, that's, yeah. So it got me a little distracted, but I was also be able, able to go back into it. Yeah. And I definitely felt my body just wanted to sway mm -hmm. and just kind of do some like upper body kind of circles. Yes. It started with my chest and then my stomach. And then at one point it was complete mm. stop and I just felt myself like kind of rise up through my head. Mm. It was beautiful. Mm. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Would you share with me maybe what you saw or what you were feeling? To be honest, I every time I I chant it is an experience that I feel as though it's very holy and I connect into the space feeling the energy and seeing the energy from underneath me and above me uh, as if the dimensions enter. So the dimensions of us and the purpose that you were speaking of, I, 
I very much felt. And, yeah. And I think this is beautiful that we get to share it with a, you know, a lot of people because usually my ceremonies are very much one on one. Very private. A circular, um, the circle as well. Um, so this was a very huge honor to use uh, technology and to be able to share my my love um, for humanity and my love for for healing so yes. thank you so much for, for having me thank you for being here um it was so you guys couldn't see it obviously but i did open my eyes and it was a, a 11 or 111 or whatever and the call to prayer and a couple times just for whatever reason i just kind of opened and looked and mark is deep in kind of like a trance-like state He's moving a, a little bit, facial expressions, eyes closed, holding the crystal to his throat. And I was going to actually video him or take a picture, but I didn't want to disturb it because to me it was very intimate to do something like that during a ceremony. I wanted to be connected as well. Um, but what I'd like to share with you, I do the same thing when I heal people. And some people are surprised to find out that I have my eyes closed and that I am in it when, when I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really wonderful to be in the presence of somebody else who is doing this with a different modality. Mm-hmm. And so before we started the show today, I had asked Mark, should we do, you do a healing on me and then everybody can just kind of listen to how this works. And he said, why don't we do one that will work for everyone? Mm-hmm. So what you just heard, an well, offering. it's an offering. So for those of you who are listening, you know, at work or driving home or while you're running at the gym, whatever, I encourage you to go back and listen to this show again when you have a chance to be quiet, maybe light a candle and listen to it because he did this as an offering for everyone listening. You will get your own experience. And if you do this, we'd love to hear from you. Um, go ahead and DM me in my Instagram, Michelle Schoenfeld official, or email me on my website, Michelle at Michelle I will share it with Mark and I'll also make sure that you have his contact information if he wants to share that. We'd love to hear your experiences. Sure, sure. And yeah. uh, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. So you are here now at LifeCo in Bodrum, Turkey. You're moving on to Antalya. Yes. Which is another uh, place in Turkey, a little farther south on the coast. And then from there, you're just going to go where the wind takes you, I guess, it's right? Where the energy pulls you. It's completely up in the air, which is really beautiful. I'm always sent and... Uh, taken to where I need to be. I love that. I love it. So normally on this podcast, we'll do a question and answer session at the end for questions that come in to me from my website. Today, we're not going to do that because I think this was just so beautiful as what as is, but please send the questions in because I will do a show and answer all of them. And before we go, we always do an affirmation. So I have asked Mark if he would share an affirmation with us. We're going to say it several times in a row throughout the day for the rest of the week. So for those of you who are new today, we've done act in spite of fear. We've done, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. So you just say it several times in a row, several times a day. Maybe you're brushing your teeth. Maybe you're walking to work. Maybe it's your rear mirror. (laughs) So without further ado, what is our affirmation for the week, Mark? Affirmation for the week will be, you are strong. You are beautiful, you are powerful, you are limitless. You can use it in the sense of I, I am strong, I I am am powerful, powerful. 
I am limitless. Limitless. <laughs> I am strong. I am powerful. I am limitless. I am strong. I am powerful. I am limitless. So beautiful. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And with that, we're going to wrap up this edition of You Lost Me at Namaste. So to all of you, do you want to give us a nice long namaste? Thank you for listening to this episode of You Lost Me at Namaste. If you liked it or you like this podcast in general, please take a moment and share the love by dropping me a review, giving me a rating, or sharing it with your friends. The more love and light we can spread, the better our world will be. Thank you, and until next time, namaste.